Welcome to Rising Youth Podcast. This is episode 75. I'm your host, Vivian, and today we're with Rebecca Gibbons. Rebecca started a project titled the Sandy Hill Poetry Project. This project allowed all residents of this Ottawa neighborhood to share a poem online about living through a pandemic. For more information or to start your own project, please visit risingyouth.ca. Let's raise awareness together. Hey, Rebecca, it's lovely to have you here. Thanks for having me, Vivian. I'm super excited about this conversation. The way we're going to start off is just introducing yourself and then we'll kind of go from there. My name is Rebecca Gibbons and I live in Ottawa's Sandy Hill neighborhood, which is a vibrant and diverse community just east of downtown Ottawa. And my day job is I'm a public health professional. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the Sandy Hill Poetry Project? So the Sandy Hill Poetry Project connects neighbors and friends through poetry. So, you know, during the pandemic, many of us have felt isolated or maybe struggled to find creative outlets. Uh, So this project asked people to write a poem about their experiences during COVID-19, the highs and the lows, and to record their poems using their own voices. These audio poems are then featured on a web page, which I designed um, with images of the poets themselves or of their favorite spots in the neighborhood. This website, I guess, now has become a bit of a visual and auditory gallery of sorts for creative expression and community connection. And I will just say that, you know, folks from all different ages and backgrounds participated in this project. Uh, They spoke about themes of injustice, of, you know, just appreciation for essential workers and the importance of community and social connection during these times. Definitely. I think one of the main things I really admired when I was looking on the webpage itself was the diversity of age range. You had young people, you had a young boy speaking French, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe it was a female, but there was someone speaking French as well within their poem. And you had some more lived people as well who were who were older. And so I just thought that was so cool. It really did bring the whole community together. I wanted to actually know, this is it's a little off a bit uh, from the question I actually had, but what prompted you to do the black and white photographs? Yeah, that's a great question. So I I had asked everyone who submitted a poem, I gave them the opportunity to submit a picture either of themselves or a picture that they had taken of, you know, or in the neighborhood that they felt would go with their poem. And so I got a range of incredible photos from folks and I just felt like the, the kind of color palette was all was different and I was really looking for a bit of a motif I suppose or one theme that would kind of coherently create a bit of a coherent feel for the website so um, black and white gave it that look and feel and I, I just liked it when I when I experimented with it so kept it that way I'm just thinking about the process that it that it took to really you know start this project was it difficult to kind of sift through all of the poems to make sure that, you know, there was, you know, no profanity or that they were all suitable for air? Uh, what was that process like itself too? I'm kind of curious. The process was really fun, to be honest. I would be, you know, I, I'd be finishing work one day, it'd be like a Tuesday night and I'd be 
about to go cook some dinner and I would see a ping in my inbox and it would be this like gift of a poem from a neighbor and I would just sit back on the couch and like listen and more often than not it would just bring a big smile to my face honestly and you know I think what I appreciated a lot from the folks who participated is they really got the spirit and essence of the project which was really connecting folks across the neighborhood being able to offer hope to to folks being able to share reflections and yes there were as I said kind of highs and lows that were shared but you know, it was really in that spirit of connection and sharing. So for the most part, like that wasn't really an issue that I faced, you know, everyone really kind of respected, respected that the spirit behind the project. Amazing. That's amazing to hear. Yeah. And the way you describe it sounds phenomenal and uh, it does sound very fun. So I'm glad, I'm glad that the process was very seamless for you. Just kind of moving along, I'm wondering what really incited you to start this process. Was there like sort of an epiphany moment or uh, a time where you thought that this would just be incredibly amazing for the community? Yeah, there wasn't really one particular moment that I can think of, but, you know, I was looking for a way to feel more engaged with my community. Um, I was spending so much time walking the streets of my neighborhood, like so many of us, but often feeling quite disconnected myself. And so, you know, I really love meeting people. I love learning stories of people in my, you know, friend and family group, but also the stories of strangers um, who, I, who I don't know. You know, I felt like this project would be a great way for people to learn about others in their neighborhood, a way to like build empathy. And I think the poetry piece gave a bit of structure to folks. And I actually thought that, or I discovered that, you know, the poetry gave almost more freedom to folks to be more creative. So, you know, I received haikus, I received sonnets, I received songs, like people just really, you know, took the poetry and made it their own, which is exactly what I was hoping people would do with it. And, you know, I just think the voice is infinitely fascinating. So getting to actually like close your eyes and just hear the voices of people that you know are like around you like what a what a way to like connect and there was so many different dimensions to it but just really happy to be able to kind of do a little offering to the community in this way that's amazing Noah, you you partially answered my next question which was how has this impacted your community but i was wondering if you maybe be able to speak to how afterwards everyone would hear other people's poems and how connected they would feel to each other in that sense. And maybe if there were people that didn't really know each other that really did connect physically or online afterwards after sharing their poems. You know, after the website was launched, I like sent the link to all of the poets and the folks who had participated in the project. And I heard back from almost everyone um, just with gratitude and a lot of like just excitement for being a part of this initiative and I know that many or almost all shared it with friends and family so that was really cool I think the website now says something like close to 250 I think folks in terms of the stats um, have like you know watched the website um, or gone to it and visited it which is pretty cool um, but I would can share one story which you know I know definitely warmed my heart about a month or two ago one of the poets reached out to me and 
you know, just said, oh my gosh, like I absolutely loved hearing the poem from this other person. And like, I don't know if this is like, if you're okay to do this, but I'd love to be connected to her. Like, could you, you know, connect us through email or something if they, if they agree. So I reached out and they both agreed. And so I was able to make that connection. And I don't really know where that's gone. I mean, I, I know that the intent was just to start a conversation and to kind of share mutual appreciation for their, their poetry and what they had shared. So that was just like really lifted my spirits knowing that, you know, in some way that those two people had, you know, shared some sort of some sort of moment and some sort of connection just because of this project being kind of out there in the world so yeah hopefully there's more to come on that front definitely and honestly it's it's amazing what you know words can really do in that facet and it kind of reminds me of you know when you're listening to like your favorite song or you know reading your favorite book and you just can so connect with the artist and like or the writer um, so it's, it's such a beautiful moment when, you know, that's authentic and it's more incredible when this person, you know, lives a few blocks, you know, down from you. So, so yeah, it's, it's amazing mm -hmm. that you've done that. So kudos to you for that, for sure. For you, how has this project really impacted you throughout your development? I'd say I feel closer to the people in my neighborhood, um, from this process. I mean, I think my, one of my favorite parts was actually getting to drop off gift cards. So I haven't mentioned this yet, but I, you know, offered happy goat gift cards, just $10 to everyone who participated and submitted a poem. And then for some people I, you know, who preferred, I mailed it, but there was a good handful of people who I, you know, hand delivered and was able to kind of at a distance um, COVID friendly was able to have a conversation and that was so cool. It was really neat to have almost an excuse just to have a chat with um, folks in the neighborhood and to ask them a bit more about their poem and, you know, just be able to share a conversation. So that was my favorite part. And from a, I guess, more practical standpoint, I learned how to build a website, which was, which was pretty cool. It was my first time designing and, you know, kind of building one. So that was a cool experience, which hopefully I'll get to do more of. That's incredible. So you you actually completed the whole layout and, and designed it all yourself. Wow. How long was that process for you? Oh, man. I think I blocked out the amount of time, but like months. Yeah, but probably collectively, I don't know, 30, 40 hours, maybe more. But it was a lot of, I think at the end of the day, just a lot of troubleshooting, trial and error, and seeing what worked. I have, my partner is pretty good at bouncing ideas off of. So usually I'd force them to sit and watch and give me feedback. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Power in numbers for sure. So you mentioned a little bit about the gift cards. I, I kind of want to probe into that a little bit more. Why did you choose to give out gift cards and why this particular storefront? I knew I wanted to create an, an, you know, some sort of, you know, token of appreciation for folks who are going to be involved in this project. Um, and I wanted to support a local neighborhood business. And then something that, you know, would be fine for people regardless of, you know, their age or dietary restrictions. And the Happy Goat Coffee Company is like one of my favorite coffee shops of all time. It's, 
you know, in the neighborhood, it has amazing coffee, but it also has incredible treats. So they've recently, well, not so recently anymore, but they have Mavericks donuts and all sorts of delicious baked goods. So doesn't matter how old you are or who you are, there's going to be something for you there. So that was why I went that route. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's really cool. Can you just describe, you know, the moment that you realized the Sandy Hill Poetry Project was complete and just how you felt knowing everyone's work was out there and, you know, you did that? Yeah, I think the moment that I felt the project was complete was when I sent out the email, after I'd sent out all the emails to all the poets with the link to the website but then it's funny because of course that's not the moment it's complete it's really like the moment this whole thing has really started um so you know I think that's right when you know I felt like this was really getting launched into the world and you know hopefully going to be able to just like be you know enjoyed by by people who stumbled upon the website or who who were sent it and yeah I felt really like I guess I think I felt proud to have like created that I was really like happy with how it like ended up looking at the end but mostly like I felt like it really hopefully like honored the voices of people who took part in it and just made it like a fun experience really is what I wanted the website to be someone to have a coffee have a tea and just like enjoy you know 10, 15 minutes of just like listening and, you know, maybe having a bit of a, an uplift or a feeling of hope from it. So yeah, I felt like I kind of was able to offer that. It's still continuing though. And, you know, I, I can share this after, but like hoping that for folks who want to learn more about it and, you know, maybe contribute their own poems, like I'm kind of seeing where the project goes. So open to, open to ideas and open to kind of letting it evolve as, as it should. You know what, I, I love that. And, you know, pardon me for saying, uh, you know, complete, but I really like the way, um, you know, you just articulated yourself by saying, you know, it, it really just has started. And I think that's a beautiful way of looking at it. And, you know, unfortunately, the pandemic is kind of heightened once again. And this project is just sky's the limit at this point. And again, will bring so much unity. So thank you for that lovely answer. Thanks. So were you surprised by the demographic of the people who submitted in your area? We were talking about this earlier and we, you know, we were discussing the fact that there was so many different age ranges. Yeah. Was that maybe a little bit of a shock to you or did you expect something like that? I didn't really know what to expect, to be honest. I did try to cater to a potential range of folks by, you know, putting the poster you know, on, on putting it on social media platform, going through local community organizations in the neighborhood, putting in their newsletters or in the local newspaper, but also putting like actual physical posters in some of the um, local shops and stuff. So I kind of felt like it had the potential to reach different types of folks, but uh, yeah, I was really happy to see that it was of interest to to a wide range of people and, you know, hearing especially like English and French poems and songs and just like so many different types of poems I was saying before, sonnets and haikus and all sorts of different formats. It was just made it a lot of fun to receive and 
I was just happy that so many people kind of felt like they could connect to a little piece of what the project offered. Definitely. Yeah. I'm just uh, thinking back to what you had previously said about, um, you know, expanding this project and to you, where would you want to go with this project? And what would you ultimately want it to look like? It obviously is very amazing and it looks phenomenal, sounds great, love all the poems and the self-expression. Where else would you like to go with this? You know, I think it would be really cool to, for this to be, you know, kind of a, yeah, for the trickle effect to take hold, I guess. And, you know, I know that I, you know, the name is Sandy Hill Poetry Project, but um, there's a lot of openness to expanding that beyond um, just the neighborhood. I think it creates a bit of that sense of neighborhood solidarity by having a Sandy Hill. But at the same time, I know that there's a lot of folks in other neighborhoods who, you know, could maybe see themselves contributing and being a part of it. And so maybe there's a way to, I don't know, for folks who want to identify their neighborhood they're from or uh, everyone being able to take part and for it to be a bit more inclusive in that way. I, I'm hesitant to put too much promotion because it's just me behind it, but I think it would be really cool if it was to take off. Like maybe there's a, you know, a young person or a youth who wants to, you know, wants to take this on or totally happy to kind of hand it off or to have extra support on it or, you know, to, to be a co-pilot on this moving forward as well, because it's a lot of fun. But it takes time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely takes time. You had done basically all of the work, whether it be the website, going through all of the audio pieces, and um, just also delivering all of the gift cards. In that entirety, like within the entire project, how long did everything end up taking you? I know it's a very specific question. I'm just super curious about that myself. I think the call initially went out to her poems in like May or June. Um, but I think, you know, the majority of the work was in the website um, design and putting all the poems and pictures there. So yeah, I don't know, cumulatively two weeks, maybe two to three weeks of work, I would say. Yeah, honestly, it was a joy to work on. It was so fun. I was so excited every time I got to, to work on it. That's priceless. So yeah. yeah. And the fact that you, you know, it's up there and you can go look back on it. That's amazing. It's like there essentially forever. It's great. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Let's see. Uh, yeah, cyber, cyber folks come in and something happens to it. But well, yeah, just check on wood. Still here. We're good. We're good. It's here yeah. for now. <laughs> amazing. So I just wanted to end off by asking you if there's anything else that you would like to add yourself. Yeah, I wanted to share, you know, if anyone listening is interested in learning more about the project or perhaps submitting a poem themselves, I'd love to hear from you. Even if you aren't in Sandy Hill, I'm in the neighborhood, even if you're in, not even in Ottawa, like message me, we can, you know, see what we can create together. Project email is sandyhillpoetryproject at gmail.com. I also just want to thank Rising Youth and Taking It Global for contributing the gift cards and they were so appreciated by the poets and community members. So thanks for making that offering possible. Amazing. Thank you so much, Rebecca. Really appreciate this. Awesome. Thank you. And now we're signing off from Rising Youth. Thank you. <laughs>